Welcome everybody to another episode of the Ringside Podcast. We definitely have a big show in store tonight. First of all, happy Memorial Day to wherever you may be. I'm your host, Pierre. Alongside, y'all, already, y'all have already met Lyndon and Jay. We have a new slot at the table. Lacite, how you doing, man? Well, actually, how's doing everything? Doing well. Doing well. Let's talk some wrestling. Let's make it happen. We definitely need to talk some wrestling. Yes, sir. First things first. I know you guys did this already, but because this is like my first episode, like debuting, I just want to give a quick little backstory in regards to my wrestling history. I've been watching wrestling since I was about maybe seven years old. I can recall when it was on, um, well, I don't know, different cable companies. They had, uh, I think it was like, yeah. Was, I know it was TNT for WCW, and then Raw used to come on, and I can't think of the channel, but I remember staying up late, just, yeah, there you go, TNN, and um, I remember staying up late watching it, and I used to just get in trouble because it was school nights, but it just, I just had to watch it. One of my all-time favorites, other than The Undertaker, which we definitely will be covering today, but one of my all-time favorites will be Triple H. Some, Triple H has just had a illustrious career to me and I just it's been all about the game <laughs> that's fair I can respect that oh really quick for those who for those of you who may not know uh, Pierre is actually the host of uh, Full Court Press podcast so if any of you guys are uh, basketball fans out there please check them out definitely definitely man we normally record Thursday, Friday, so definitely we'll be happy cooking up something soon, and hopefully we'll be able to get, if not one of you guys, somebody else who's listening, you know, if you're ever interested, we'll, we'll get into that. All right, so our other member, Lacite, it's time to put you on the spot, man, in regards to your wrestling history, man, let's hear about it. I definitely want to, you know, thank you guys for bringing me on tonight. I would, for me, I've been a fan since, man, I want to say I think when from when I was three, dude, because I started in like, you know, the... The late 80s, early 90s, I was a fan of Hogan, Junkyard Dog, Mr. Perfect, you know, Boss mm. Man, Million Dollar Man, Virgil. So that's pretty much when I started watching it then. I just kind of fell in love with it. You know, I was a typical kid, man. I had my Hulk Hogan t-shirt. I had my wrestling buddies. <laughs> so I was uh, definitely definitely all about it. <laughs> um, been watching it since then, religiously, man. I don't, I, I literally don't miss the episode. Right. I don't miss pay-per-views. I'm, I'm and it used to not be like junk. that either. That's what's crazy. Hey man, that's all right. You know, I mean, when it comes to wrestling, it's literally on like every day of the week. So, you know, if you can't no, watch I it live, it did not. Hey, like, it really hasn't. Even though, like, we're dealing with this pandemic as far as like no basketball or any other sport, I can appreciate the fact that wrestling is doing what they can do during this tough times. So with that being said, fellas, AEW has officially reached a, the one-year mark in regards to their big event, uh-huh. Double or Nothing. I can go ahead and go. Yeah. Okay. Jay, I'm going to put you on the spot. What did you think of Double or Nothing? Man, I thought it was dope, man. I thought it was dope. You know, one thing that I really like, you know, and it's good that WWE is, is picking up on it, is how they got the crowd, you know, or the staff or other wrestlers around the ring. So it adds more to the matches. It makes a big difference, you know. Um, It just shows how important the universe is, but – I thought the matches was dope, man. Um, you know, it was a lot of good matches. 
right. that I thought, you know, lived up to the hype. One thing, one match that I thought they kind of, I'm not going to say they, they, they took the idea, but they made it more entertaining is the, the football, how they did the match on the football field at on the Jacksonville Jaguar field. I thought that was brilliant. You know, um, you see Chris Jericho, which that's my guy right there, man. It's crazy because I, I showed y'all, I showed y'all my top, my top ten. I was so close to adding him in my top ten. Yes, other guys that you know I had to put above him, but off that, I, I felt like that whole match was entertaining in the way how they they used everything <laughs> in the stadium. You know what I mean? I, I can't remember how many wrestlers was in the match. I don't know if it was about like 15, 20, whatever it was. They got they was in the they was in the stands, they was in the pool, they was in the bar, they were, you know what I mean? And they made it entertaining and it was it was similar to the money in the bank because money in the bank, you know, they used the the um the building, the hotel or the hotel, and you know, the women and the guys, they kinda had to get to um, you know, each room to get to the very top to get to the briefcase and whatnot. It was really creative. And AEW, you know, I'm I'm assuming mm-hmm. that they kinda I'm not gonna say they stole the idea because you know they probably kind of had it planned by you know a little bit just because it was kind of like back to back and whatnot. You know, I'm sure they kind of had the idea kind of planned, but I think WWE kind of helped them out with that. But they actually their match was a little bit better, you know. So that match really stood out to me. Um, I'm not sure if you if if I'm pronouncing her name right, but uh, Hakuru Hakuru, how do you say that? Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was dope, man. She was dope. Um, I felt like uh, the women's they did their thing. Cody was was pretty uh, good in his match. That was a solid match. You know, and uh, yeah, man, I I really felt like these matches were, were really solid matches, man. It was entertaining, and they they kept you on edge, you know. And obviously, yes, he you was know, John Moxie and Mr. Brody Lee, which is good to really see Luke Har- Luke uh, Luke Harper from you know WWE get his little his his shine over here at AEW. You know, I felt like they messed up. Uh, they messed up on that. You know what I'm saying? Even with John Moxley, although he's been there for a minute now, like you said, this show this 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 has been around for a year. You know, there's a couple guys that WWE should have really developed, and they let them get away. And they they're they're successful over here at AEW. So this was a really good pay per view, man. Lacite, now I gotta ask you because the entire card was loaded. But what do you feel like? Like, is there a match that you had that was that you, that you feel could have been better? So I'll just go to you. It's, I know they're gonna have to seriously edit, but it's all good. Uh, so Lyndon, uh, Jay just basically broke down his what he thought. I'm turning to you now. As far as this whole, you know, AEW made a year. What do you feel about the pay per view that that we saw on Saturday? The pay per view itself, I loved it. I love that wrestling itself. The, the AEW and WWE are giving us a chance to still be entertained, like you said during this pandemic. And I just love what they did with the pay-per-view with the little they had. But I'm also loving the fact that they're using what they do have as far as like a football stadium. And a uh and even oh, so corporate you, so you feel like building so you, you both in agree WWE's that case. Those matches was so done I loved uh, it. great. Done perfectly. Well, I can't say perfectly, but okay. 
I felt absolutely. Yeah, not perfect, but I yeah, I absolutely I loved yeah, it. I, I felt like that was to me that match stood out. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't know how it really was gonna turn out. You know, I, I I'm on a football field. I'm like, how's this really going? Exactly. Go? You know, football field is big. You know what I'm saying? So you want you want to be able to when you're wrestling. You know, like, for example, when it's like those matches back in the day where they're hardcore matches and they go outside the ring and they're, and they're in the streets and they're 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 in backstage, they use everything, every prop, anything you could think of. And with a football stadium, it just seemed like that would be hard to do. But like I mentioned earlier, they use everything, you know, from the pool, from <laughs> they the use bar, every. from jumping off the stands, from the tables. I mean, you know, you couldn't ask now, for Now, Lucite, I'm going to turn it to you because – we this whole match card was loaded. What do you like? If there was one match you can take before I give my input, if there was one match you can take that you feel could have been performed better. What would it be? Uh, for me, honestly, it's the TNT title match. Mm-hmm. I I really feel that Cody versus Lance could have went could have went deeper. I understand, you know, for a lot of people. To me, I was just like that match. It was too much going into it. There's too much Cody could have done with it. I honestly felt having Mike Tyson there was kind of a waste because <laughs> at, at one point in the match, it was, you know, him taking off his T-shirt, like flexing and all that. That wasn't necessary, you know what I mean? Like, he was just there just to present the winner for the belt, you know, but he tried to end up being an enforcer. I was like, it, to me, I just felt they were going going too far with it. Like, they, they should have just kept it in the ring and told a story because Archer and Cody did themselves and put on a show, and I felt they kind of went away from them in certain aspects of that match. I thought the finish was uh, was okay, but it could have been you know better because he ended up giving him what was it like two? I think what two or three cross shoulders? Yeah, I like think that? it was about four. Yeah, it was a couple. It was definitely two. Yeah. But you, but you know what though, I will say, I feel like that match could have done so much better if it was in front of a live audience and a live crowd because certain yeah. parts of that match were designed to pop the crowd. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like, and and the thing that Cody does best is storytelling. So without having a real crowd there, it kind of did hurt the match. But I thought it was great. You know, with the mic, I just had a I had a question. Um, so you feel like with um, and I'm, this is going towards uh, Lasita. Okay. You feel like with Mike Tyson, he shouldn't have. So you don't think he should have been in the match at all, basically, no. like <laughs> as far as giving the okay. No, I mean to me, yeah, I agree. To, to me, I'm all like, you know, it, if that was the case, and they should have called him in the force. Don't call him the oh, we got Mike Tyson to present the belt. And then that's all I thought he was right, gonna do right. was like at the end of the match, he comes out, presents the belt, presents the belt. But all then we see him at ringside, sitting on a chair. He, you know, he he doesn't really get involved, but he does, you know, because he, he kind of chased off Jake the Snake, which I thought was just weird. I was like, why? Because of the whole snake thing. But I was just like, that wasn't necessary. Like, I I don't know. That's just my personal opinion. I feel you, though. It was just to get him involved in something. But you know what, though? with Exactly. But you know what? You, you kind of have to know that he's going to be involved. This Mike Tyson, he's a huge wrestling fan. You see what he did in WWE. But he's gonna that's get the involved. point. I mean, Cita is saying, which makes a lot of sense. Like the story, they could have, they could have went without Mike Tyson. Yeah, that's that's why I, I wanted to ask him. Better. Better. They should have just kept yeah. it as a surprise. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I, yes, yes, that's what it should have been. It should have been a surprise. Because it would have, it would have been more. Of a, yeah, exactly. That could have been yeah. more. You know, he came out at the end. Oh my God, it's Mike Tyson. Nobody would. I mean, of course they would have known, but us, right. we didn't know because right. we were we were expecting more. 
Yeah. We didn't, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that and that they could have left the storytelling. Yeah. Now my thoughts, I, I did enjoy the entire pay per view. Um, it was well, it was very well put together. You know, due to certain circumstances, I think I read an article. Um, mm-hmm. They said that well, Chris, I think it was either Chris Jericho or Cody said that ninety percent of what we saw wasn't planned. They had other plans, but they had to basically, you know, change on the fly due to the pandemic. But the one match that I was disappointed was, well, I mean, disappointed in was the casino ladder match, and it's only because of the winner. That's a good one. I yes. don't feel like mm. Brian Cage yeah, should have won, considering that you have Darby Allen, who's been on a tear. They were building up Orange Cassidy. They were building up Scorpio Sky. I feel like, even the bad boy Joey, one of them. Yeah. Though I do like Moxley yeah. versus Cage story, but I just feel like a new guy. Where are they going to go with that? That's, we gotta, that remains to be seen. Yeah, I agree. They should have. It will be. I mean, that's going to be a big. That's going to. That's going to be a big match in itself, though. I mean, you talk about. You talk about a contender. That's a contender. What's your thoughts on Taz? Because Taz is really pivotal when it comes. I think it'll be. I think it'll pay off. But the question is: Is is Cage going to be a heel? Is he going to be face? I mean, that's that's what we have to see because the man. He's a heel. He's a heel. Oh, he's. I mean, I think he was. He's a heel. I he think we all saw it with Taz. Like, I, I think Darby he's Allen, definitely like, a heel. Wow. But Darby Allen, man, he, man, that, I, I just cringe watching him because he jumps off things. He may miss. He may, you know, you don't know how it's gonna go. Yeah, Darby was dope. I was yeah. hoping he was gonna win. I, I was hoping. He was gonna now, win. So with that ladder match, sorry, I was going to ask you guys: Do you guys feel Darby's being different? Absolutely, absolutely. Nah, nah. He's still he's still the biggest up and coming star of that company. Before we move, I mean, a few losses isn't going to hurt him right now. There's there's big big things to come for him. When it comes, when you think of the, the three names that I'm going to give you, Sammy Guevara, MJF, and Darby Allen, who's the better, who stands out more to you? Darby. Okay. Darby for sure. Okay. I agree. Darby Allen. And I and going forward, I Darby. hope Darby gets a push. I mean, I don't know about a few with Cody for the title. I, I don't know because Darby Allen is just what he is. You know, you can't really right determine down. if he's a, a heel or a face. It's just, he, it works. No matter what it is, it works. Right, yeah, right, and that's all that matters at the end of the day. If it can work, it don't matter if you're a heel or a face. Yeah, yeah, and he's big time over with the fans, and that's really the (laughs) most important thing. Yeah. Now, so right, I got one more question for you guys before. Oh yeah, okay. What you guys just thought on Nyla Rose? Ah, thoughts on Nyla Rose, man. Because none of us talked about that match. And <laughs> me looking back on it, that was outside of Cody's match, that was the other match I was disappointed in. Was Did you guys enjoy the match? Versus, uh... Well, yeah. Well, remember, yeah, I Jay, talked about Jay it. Talked oh, briefly. About it. Yeah, briefly. I talked about it a little bit. Okay. I didn't really care for for Nyla. I thought she was I thought she was weak in that match, man. I thought she was going to come. I thought the match was going to be better, but I blame – I don't know, man. Maybe it was the way – Nah, it's, I don't know, it's the women division. I don't know what it was. That, okay. that division is, is yeah. shot. It is. 
very much. I did like, but like, I can't pronounce her name, <laughs> but old girl. Rashida, Akira, Rashida, Akira. Akira. Yeah, Rashida. Uh, Rashida, okay, yeah, she was, she was dope. I thought, I thought she did her thing. I just felt like the chemistry really wasn't there with Nadia. Yeah, that to was, me, it didn't go nowhere. It, it did. It did. Well, well, I think it was a four. It was a forced, uh, forced match, man. Because just the build up. Hopefully, going match, forward, you know, the women division will improve, but that remains to be seen. Now, fellas. Is there anything that stood out to you guys from Raw? I mean, you know, we, we're kind of getting this um, moving into the backlash, which is in about two weeks. We kind of have a sense of who, who who who's challenging who for the title. Um, did anything in particular stand out to you, to you guys? I got. I can go first. Um, for me, it was two things. One, it's Apollo Crews, mm. and I'm highly disappointed that he is not a heel. <laughs> Highly disappointed that he's not a heel. I, I That's just, a good point. I feel like it's time for him to make that change. He's they they they've tried three different times to put him over as a face, and it's not working. You know, I, I really they had they had a shot to play with that that frustrated storyline when he hurt his knee and he wasn't able to be in the money bank, and I, and I thought that's I thought that's when that that would have been great. Happen. And then he comes out. And then he comes out and he's a face still. And I'm like, are you serious? I felt the, I really feel the drop. Now he has a big match and coming up too. this, like this upcoming yes, week against Andrade. Remains to be seen what happens. But title. I agree. I feel like follow as a hill. It needs to happen at this point. You know. Because I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna expand on that because my reasoning behind it, I, th- I really thought, and I know there's something we're gonna bring up too because we are gonna talk about it. But it's MVP. His whole role right now is I'm loving manager, it. So I thought he was going to bring up a table. Yeah, I'm loving it. And now I, have I thought no I thought he was going to go with him too. It sounds like it's just going to be him and Bobby Lashley, which I get, but I don't know. I I just kind of want to see that stable happening because I I think MVPs do for that. Me yeah, too. I, agree, I would man. love to when see it, it comes down to to Apollo. Apollo. I mean, I, I feel like. He, they failed with his whole oh, yeah. face face look, man. I mean, they <laughs> him smiling all the time and all of that. I feel like mm-hmm. he should have been turned heel, bro. That's a really good point. I didn't I didn't look at it. Like, I just looked at him to being sorry. Like I just thought, like you know, this guy's he's not he's not the answer, man. But <laughs> like you said, they had a chance to really do something. He hurt himself, yeah. So you, you would hear him being upset, and then they you know, and then MVP, yeah, and then MVP supposedly looking like he was gonna manage him i guess they switched that over to bobby which that's cool too because bobby does need the help you know what i'm saying i think they kind of like they 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 should have i think too going back to that i think they feel like maybe apollo can kind of maybe do it on his own a little bit you know because bobby stuck with lana if you don't put mvp with bobby you know what i'm saying then bobby got to deal with lana for a little minute and, and apollo looked like he's doing okay so far mm-hmm kind of by itself, you know what I mean? Outside of that one moment where that. MVP, you know, helped him out. Yeah. So, I mean, but you're right, though. That, that was good. That was a good point. And then my second one for you guys is talking about the Street Profits and Viking Raiders. What's, what's up with that? And you guys, I don't, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like it either, man. I, I feel like it's too much. It's, it's, they're, they're doing too much with the, with the movie, like, you know, cinema, uh, um, cinematic type deal, you know, they got them acting and being more, you know, being more funny and whatnot. And I don't, why, why, the, to me, that's useless, you know what I'm saying? Because the talent 
is there on both sides, you know, unless somebody is hurt, you know, that we don't know about, but why, why putting them and, and some of it's funny, you know what I mean? But I just think they're going a little axe bit too throwing far, you know, didn't do so for me. me the way. The yeah, it's throwing? not, it's not working. Yeah. I don't know. It, but see, but then doesn't, it, it kind of reminds you of the whole Mr. Perfect thing though, doesn't it? Uh, From back in the early nineties. True. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. Sort of. Sort of. But that was kind of like Mr. Perfect's thing, though. He did that a lot more leading up to each. You know what I mean? Like, he kind of had a history of doing that. These guys didn't, they don't have no history. They're they're normal for going into the ring and, you know, displaying their talent. Not saying Mr. Perfect didn't have talent, but, you know, he was able to do both pretty consistent. So do you think these it, guys right here got two tag teams? Do you think it's more of a for yeah. nostalgia act then? Because Vince is notorious for that by you know going back in the past and, and redoing certain things. That yeah, that could yeah. That I could hope be so. What it is. But that could be what it is. I, they like you said, they all are talented, and you know, the last two matches they had, they both they lost to um, them. So I don't know if they're trying to. I don't know what they're doing. I'm I don't know. <laughs> I'm lost with it. But. I don't know if it, you said maybe it's an entertaining thing, but so you know we got to see something soon. Um, Lyndon, I want to ask you, how do you feel about before I move on to NXT? How do you feel about Monday Night Messiah? Yeah, like <laughs> it's just so funny, man. Uh, man, it's it, it is, but you know what though? I like the fact that he's right. trying something new. It is. You know what because... I'm saying? Like, this is the time to really experiment because of the, you know, exactly. It's the time to experiment, so why not try something new? And you know what? When he had the AOP with him, I mean, it worked. Bit, yeah. It worked for a little bit. <sighs> but unfortunately, unfortunately, they Which had some great. injuries. Um, but he does have Austin Theory with him now. I, I, was, and so, I was excited about that. We'll, we'll see where it goes. And we'll see where it goes. Yeah, I, I kind of, I don't know, man. When I was watching NXT, and maybe this will carry up into our NXT conversation, I kind of was like, I like what I seen from Austin Theory. I feel like he should have stayed in NXT, but I don't know. I mean, like, even like with Angel Garza, even like with Angel Garza, to me, is amazing. Okay, I see that. And I just was like, dang, I didn't see enough of him in NXT. Yeah, right. That's too the only, quick. They came out too. You know, WWE is notoriously known for taking these superstars, calling them up, and then they get lost. Like, look at Ember Moon, for example. Like, Ember Moon was amazing. But see, Ember yes. had it. She had it going. Yeah. I, I don't know what you know. Injuries. I don't even think hers was really oh, okay. So she's hurt. Okay. Yeah. Or so we so we can't injuries. So that's we right. can't really say her then. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That's more so of a of an injury deal because I feel like her coming in, she. She was she was moving. She was doing her thing. I felt like everything really worked, you know. So she just disappeared. But yeah, if it's injuries, yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I was gonna I was gonna tag him with Ember for her. She might not wrestle. Like yeah. That. Um, she flat out came out What? Because her because she's still not recovering from her from her torn Achilles. Because you know her and Xavier they both have the exact same injury, and one's recovering differently than the other, which is unfortunate. So, you know, she, in her mind right now, she's trying to fight through this and come back, but she doesn't, she might, she's thinking she might. And it's going to be tough because it's an Achilles. You got, you know, it's not like, you know, it's not like basketball or football. This is literally, well, in a sense it is, but, you know, because she put her body on the line. So certain things she may not be able to do. You know, Amber Moon was. 
amazing. I can recall, you know, a lot of great matches that she's had. And I really was looking forward to seeing her on the main roster and looking to see how, you know, it would translate to when she gets called up. And, you know, and I think, you know, I, I can't even recall her having a, a a title shot that was worthy of like, okay, we're going to put the title on Ember for a month, two months. Yeah, see? So it just, it's, it's sad. When you think about it, it's sad. That's just WWE missing out yeah, again. And that's why that's how I look at it, you know, because they had their chance. She was there for a minute. She was there for a cool right, minute. Right, and that's why I look at NXT. Her. Like right now, they have a lot going on, and it's and it's, and it's great. One thing, um, Lacite, how do you feel about the Velveteen Dream and the Adam Cole like story? Do you feel like they'll maybe um, put the put the belt on Dream? You know, we got this pay per view coming up. Actually, it's on a. Uh, you know, I think it's, it's next week. They'll be able to say, "Oh, you know, we're gonna have Dream win the big one finally." I mean, I know he was a North American champion, but NXT champion. Oh no! I go ahead and go that. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, bro. Oh, well, I thought I, I lost. We was not too lost. Oh no, my bad, guys. Um, no, I Dream to me, he deserves it. In my my point, you know, I mean, we've been we've all been going back and forth with this when it comes to Dream and his whole, you know, court issues and whatever else. But I, I think he's due because if they're really gonna change the direction, which is I think they're getting ready to, I think Dream should be the one to kind of steer him to that new man, career. Adam. Because I, I think Adam, I, I think I, I get it. You know, Adam Cole's the boss. You know, he he is Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> but I think it's it's some something get something fresh. We'll yeah, because Undisputed Era's and, been uh, on top like the last two years. Right. Yeah. So why not do something new? Yeah. That's a great point that you yeah. made, Pierre. Because you really both of y'all made good great points. Because Adam Cole and Undisputed Era, they don't he don't need don't, the belt. No, he man. don't need the belt. You know what I'm saying? That can go to that can go to Dream. And let him run with it. That would be a total different, a totally different direction. And since his character is totally different, the way he comes about things, it would it would take him to that different direction where they want to go. So that was a great point from you, Lacite. And then yeah, Pierre, you, like we just said, you know, undisputed yeah, man. is already on top. Like Adam Cole, really, it was you know he don't. I do too. And I like Adam Cole. That, we that's all my do. favorite. Group. We all do. I, I so, understand. Just need that change. Because it's change. like. He's yeah, had matches course. against, you know, Gargano, Champa, that I feel like he should have yeah. lost. And he still – and I'm like, wow. And he still won. This man is keeping the belt. He still won. And he still won. I could have I, I, I could have sworn Champa was about to was win that match. I wanted him to. Champa never too. lost the belt. You know, it was – he had to no, give it up, the injury. And I hate that, you know, like even when Finn Balor had to give up the universal title, Never yeah. was able to go back right, and get right. it because they went another direction, but I feel like you, know, you should be given an opportunity. And Lyndon, now that we're talking about Champa, how do you feel about Champa and Cross? Man, this is a hard one for me because is Champa really gonna take another loss Question here? Also is, I mean, he just lost to uh, Gargano. He lost to he lost exactly. I mean, he lost to uh, who did he lose to before? Uh, Adam Cole before, 
is he gonna take yeah is he gonna take Not another big loss and then where does he go from there if he does lose? yeah I was, I was but then you have I hope not exactly but then you have but then you have killer cross is he gonna lose his for his debut match i don't think so and if he does lose, then I mean that just takes away so much from him. So Trump I don't know what they're gonna do. Match, though, but if he do, you know, then it, it has to be him going to the main stage. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I hear that, but uh, you can't lose that to so many matches. Like, yeah, yeah. just nah, continue no, to pop and up, it, you know. And they're not gonna make lose due to you know he was basically out of free agents. Yeah. Now the way I can see this going, and it's his debut. I can see exactly. Chopper losing, but in the DQ, I can see Scar getting involved somehow, or maybe I, it's not going to be nobody. But I just I, I can't see this being a clean match right like right now, because I think the loss will hurt Chopper more than it will hurt Cross, like you guys said, because he was playing the whole Daddy's Home and Goldie, you know, and then he was literally snatched <laughs> by Cross. And he came back and he was like, I'm here. Like, this is my ring. I'm going to show you. Match was announced. Like, do we get a no contest? Do we get, like, what? what is it? Uh, well, I agree with you. I really think that it's going to be a DQ. Because ne- neither man's really going to win. It's just, it's really too soon for that. There's probably be continuations where maybe like the next takeover. And then we might get like a victor at that point. But. This first right. one, first one, I, I think it's gonna be split. I think Scarlet's gonna do something to cause a DQ, um, or some, something weird is gonna happen. It could be like maybe like a double count out or something, you know, something weird, something that's respect. That's I'm here for it as long as it's done right. I just don't a cheap yes. finish, yeah, uh, a lackluster yeah. match. Now, Jay, when it comes to SmackDown, <laughs> the face that runs the place is back. Man, I did not right. see that. I didn't see them trading AJ back to SmackDown. Yeah, man, I, I didn't see it either. But why, you know, why not? You know, I mean, right now they could use, not saying that there's nothing really, you know, they they could do with this pandemic. You know, obviously everything, the ratings is down on all the wrestling shows. But at the same time, they're holding it down. And why not? try to go back to something that worked and AJ was carrying that, 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 that show for a minute, you know, and putting them into the intercontinental belt, uh, contention, the tournament, I feel like that, that works out, you know, because like I mentioned a little earlier ago, you know, it's the superstars that really make the belt, you know? So even if he happened to win the belt, and, you know, we look at him as, well, he's kind of mid-card or what. I won't personally look at it that way, but some may look at it that way where he's like, okay, he's fighting, you know, mid-card wrestlers or whatever. AJ's real good with making other superstars look better. And we've seen other superstars hold that belt, a mid-card, quote-unquote, mid-card belt, and still make it, you know, relevant, still make themselves relevant and whoever they're wrestling relevant, you know, at that point in time. So I like the move, man. I didn't see it coming. But I think it's a good move for SmackDown, and it's it's now, Lyndon, that brand. You know the semifinals is coming up this upcoming Friday. You got Jeff Hardy versus Daniel Bryan, AJ versus Elias. Who's your pick? Title 
And out of the four matches, which one are you most oh, out of the two matches, excuse me, which one are you more excited to see? I mean, for me personally, I think I would love to see mm. AJ Styles versus Jeff Hardy in the finals, or even AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan. I think that would be that a would great be match. Um, as far as winning the whole, yeah, as far as whole, winning yeah. the whole thing, I mean, I, I mean, I'd go with AJ, but you could easily go with. I mean, I think Jeff Hardy would definitely deserve that belt um i think daniel bryan could definitely deserve that yes. belt um Talk to elias him. is long overdue for a big push i mean he could use the belt too so it's i mean either either way you go i mean there's really okay, I'm a, I'm no losing that you guys for both matches. <laughs> so let, let, let's talk about that uh jeff hardy match right versus daniel uh who do you, i'm looking at interferences in both matches uh sheamus because there's there, there there's there, there's some things not done. Sheamus with Jeff Hardy, and then you know Corbin's not done with Elias shit. They need to be though. Well, y'all... not Jeff Hardy and Sheamus. I, I know they not, need Jeff Hardy and Sheamus is fine. They Corbin, they they should. Yeah. Yes, but that's what I'm saying. I'm to me, I'm thinking because of that, I, I really seeing it. AJ, Daniel Bryan in the finals, and AJ winning. Because you know, I think he deserves something. I can see that he's been without a belt. I can see that. Uh, I and, and it's. Mm-hmm. And it, I was gonna say it's nothing against Daniel Ryan, but you guys know, man, he's transitioning to a part time. So, you know, I think for him, I don't, I don't think he'll mind like getting to the finals, but I don't know if he'll win. I don't know, man. I I'm caught up on the fact that lending basically like he with this whole Elias thing. I feel like Elias. Should have been got a title run, whether it was a month or not. But he's he's very deserving of it. Um, to me, he just gets better in the ring. You know, I, I when it comes to the whole concert right. gimmick, I'm it's okay to me because you know it's he keeps it entertaining. But then I look at Jeff Hardy. Um, they were doing the whole redemption story of him for the past four weeks. So it's like, do you really? And then he's oh, you know, asking the fans to you know, ride with him a little longer, but then you bring AJ. So it's like, wow, which way do we go? Because AJ can compete for the intercontinental title. However, he also can step up and and give Braun a challenge. So there's, there's right. Right. WWE have a lot they can do with this. Yeah, Lyndon brought up a good point on that. I, I agree too. They can go either or, either way. Um, AJ could lose, and then he could be right back in that heavyweight contention against Braun. You know, they can go the Daniel the Daniel Bryan way. Um, but you said he's going to yeah. be part. You said part time. Yeah, 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 I heard, I heard about that. Right? Part time. No, I didn't hear. I, uh, yeah, I, didn't yeah. hear I mean, he, he. And again, this, this is something we're going to probably bring up later, but. Yeah, he's definitely, you know, he got a baby number two on the way, so he's really thinking about, you know, not going as full speed as he is right now. You know, he, he Okay, so they probably they probably not going to go that route then for sure. No, nah, I, I, I think he wants to edge on. treatment. You know, how, how with Edge's contract, okay. I think that's kind of what he wants to do, just so he can be around, you know, his family more. His kids, right. Okay. So, yeah, and then Jeff Hardy, you know, he can take, he can use one, one last run and whatnot, how he's trying to rally everybody, the fans and everything. Right. So yeah, they really, they really could, they really could go either or. And Elias, I'm a huge fan of Elias. I feel like, you know, I mean, I, I always felt like 
he was solid in the ring. I always felt like he was real solid in the ring. I didn't know how talented he was out as far as cutting promos and stuff like that. And I'm not a big fan of the whole <laughs> concert and, you know, and stuff like that. But it 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 worked. You know what I'm saying? Like the crowd really gets involved. You know, he got the whole WWE mm-hmm. walk with Elias, the whole, the whole nine. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like he is way overdue. He definitely could use it. And hopefully that beef with him and Corbin is over with, you know. But we'll see. It seems like whoever beefs with Corbin, that goes a little – you know, a little long, a little too long. <laughs> so, so, Jay, I'm going to ask you something. If, if Elias does win, though, yeah. does, he, does he bring enough to make the title? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he's, enter- he's entertaining alone. Everybody's going to want to, I mean, you know, now the quite now with this pandemic happening and there's no crowd being out there because that's his whole thing. You know, he gets the crowd involved. So that, I mean, we'll have to see how that works. But, I mean, if things get back kind of to normal, I don't know, kind of not, you know, kind of soon, we hope, then I think he can. You know what I'm saying? I think he can because he'll get everybody involved. Everybody will be happy, you know, the ones watching at home and the ones that's there in the stadium because we all know, or the arena, because we all know that, you know, he's overdue, you know. And I think he can carry it, you know. A guy that could, you know, that that could cut promos, that's entertaining, and could wrestle, how can you not, you know what I mean? Like, what, why could you, you know, normally you're missing one of those to be able to carry a belt, especially if you don't have the promos or you're not entertaining, you know. Man, um, moving on, have you guys been keeping up with the last ride documentary? Yeah. This has been great. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Seeing Undertaker – Limelight, like he's talking more than ever, and it's just great to see. Like, one of our all time, well, I don't know about you guys, but a lot of people's all time, maybe number one. Like, I say, he's like number two for me because Triple H would be not my number one. But it just was, it's just, it's crazy to see everything he was went through and how he always has to battle back, especially at the age that he's at. Um, let's see, take. What was one thing this last ride stood out to you the most? And it could be two. It could be episode two or it could be episode three. I I think it's going to be a running thing. It's the fact that we're able to see how human Gannon is. I think I I can agree. You know? Absolutely. Because, you know, we all we all grew up looking at Undertaker, that, that man's invisible. Absolutely. Like, there's nothing that he can't do, you know. It's just incredible. He has that aura. And then, you know, then, then the loss happened. And, and, you know, and the matches after that, and you're just like, whoa. Yeah, the matches after that. Mm-hmm. And the Undertaker, we know. Yeah. And zooming. Yeah, and if I could just add something, piggybacking off that real quick. Um yeah. Just to compare it to The Last Dance, I mean, I think growing up, I always saw Michael Jordan as this just nice guy, right? Always smiling and best player in the world, all this. And when you watch The Last Dance, it kind of turns out he was, you know, a little bit of an asshole sometimes, you know. But when, in contrast, I mean, you have The Undertaker, who I always grew up just thinking he was just this intimidating guy. And then when you watch the last ride, you're like, oh, this guy is like one of the nicest guys in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
So I mean, it's it's crazy. It's it's crazy. Like you said, Lasite, uh, crazy to see him in this light. And yeah, I'm man, I gotta agree myself. You know, uh, I feel like we've never seen no real documentary, no movie. Because you know, these wrestlers they have you know DVDs of themselves doing small documentaries of their career. Normally, the DVDs is about maybe an hour, hour and a half. You know, and then it's just rest of their matches. You know, Taker don't really have one like that. He has DVDs out there, but it's not really him speaking from his point of view. So this is the first time we're seeing him really come out and really speak. And I feel like, you know, we're getting to see a different side of, of Taker. You know, I was also thinking, too, you know, when WWE is doing things outside of wrestling, where it's like, you know, they're doing stuff for the military or they're doing things for the kids. You don't see Taker there. I mean, that's his gimmick, you know. Now, he may be there, but you don't see him doing anything like that. You know, he's just Undertaker. That's all you, you know, you just, that's all you know him by. So to see this documentary with him really speaking and doing different things and whatnot, um, I think that's what's got a lot of people really tuning in. because we. I know for sure that that's Taker, why I'm tuning you know, in. So. Like, he's talking more than I, like I said, I've never heard him talk this much. He wasn't really Never cutting promos yeah. back then. He will come out and say, rest in peace or something like that. But it was just, it was crazy to me. Uh, Jay, your most memorable match when it comes to Undertaker, what would it have to be for you? Man, that's easy. Him and Shawn that Michaels. That would be the Bad Blood, right? Um, that's what I... mm. Oh, oh no, that's no, 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 no. Okay, That's Mania, the first one. Yeah, no, 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 he's talking about street, WrestleMania. Oh. Yeah, 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 not the cage. No, oh, I'm talking about okay. the, the WrestleMania, the street. Yeah, man, that match. Yeah, man, that match right there was was just dope. It's one of my all-time favorite matches. I felt like it was a good back and forth. I felt like, you know, um, it, it just, it was it was everything, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was you know, they, they captured the audience, you know, which is the norm, you know, um, and they also, I was, it's something was interesting. I was listening to with Taker. He was saying that back then he didn't really care for Shawn Michaels, but he was somebody that he would always love to work with in the ring. So it, it's kind of cool that, you know, whatever beef or whatever he felt about Shawn, I, really because Shawn changed his ways, you know what I'm saying? They actually was able to do a match and not really have any type of animosity or beef you know, with each other and whatnot. So, yeah, that that's my most memorable match. Both of their matches, really, uh, well, at Mania. But that first one, that first one was, I'll never forget it, man. It had me on the edge of my seat. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know what was going to happen. Shawn Michaels hit him with, I think, like, three, four. <laughs> stay down. Uh, Taker hit him with the last ride, choke slam. Yeah, you know, down to stay down. I thought, you know, it's, it's crazy, too, because <laughs> matches like that are just anything. Games that we watch, matches that we watch, anything – that we that we tune into when you're you know and i'm about to bring one of my homies up you know he's a big taker fan you know and i just remember me and him going back and forth like who we think gonna win who we thought was gonna win at that time and that's what made it more exciting and for that match to live up to what it really you know to what we thought it was going to be that's what makes it 10 times even you know 10 times better because a lot of matches some just things in general don't live up to mm -hmm. you know the hype you know and WWE is real, really good for pushing things and it not really live up to it, you know. Um, so that's definitely hands down is my most memorable. And he yes. has a lot, though. No disrespect to any other matches. He has yes. he has so many. Y'all seen my top my top 10 unbiased <laughs> list. I had, I had him in number one for a reason, yeah. you know. So 
he has a lot of memorable matches. But if I got to name one right now, that one off the top. And I wish they would have talked about that one a little bit more in the last ride. I don't know if it was the third one or the second one. They kept talking about the second one, the, the second match with Shawn, him and Shawn Michaels. But I'm like, the first one was better. It was in the you third, know what like, I mean? The third so, episode that they were talking yeah, about. the third. Okay, so the third episode, they kept talking about, oh, yeah, the second match, second match, second match. But that first one, and then the story was cool too, you know, because Taker's always been real, real dope with the whole demonic character and whatnot. And then you got Shawn Michaels. Yeah. He did something different. Which worked, you know. He yeah. was supposed to be. He was like a messiah, you know. At that point, he came in, came out in all white, had the white hat, you know what I mean. And it just, it was dope, man. I thought the story, everything was, it went well with it, and it was dope. Lyndon, what would be yours? And let's see, Tay, what would be yours? Um, for mine, honestly, it's the Triple H matches, right? Mm. Uh, my reason being that. It, it's and here's my here's my reasoning. Knowing what I know now after watching the documentary, I have more respect for their relationship. Because if that's that was one thing I know for me, I did not know was how much of a bond when it comes to wrestling that Triple H and Undertaker has. Now, like Taker said it himself, outside of wrestling, do they talk to each other that much? No. But when they're together, they you know that it's chemistry, it's love. You know, they look out for each other, they protect each other. And just the way that they told that story, like, you know, Triple H was trying to avenge HBK, legitimately had a, a pretty strong shot of doing it. And it's just, you can just see the respect from both of them. And it, and it's nothing against HBK, but I just felt like Triple H knew how to really bring the best out of Taker just because of that personal relationship that they have with one. Enjoyed that one as well. Because like I said, those are my top two. Lyndon, what would be your most memorable match yeah. when it comes to Absolutely. the second? Uh, you know, you know what? For me, it wasn't a particular match, but to me, the WrestleMania streak meant so much to me as a fan. I mean, you could ask Jay. I used to tell Jay all the time that he ever <laughs> he lose a match at WrestleMania, uh, I'll stop watching wrestling. Yeah. So, yeah. So, oh man. That became so important to me as a fan, and it's just something that I never wanted to see end. And it didn't matter who it was. I mean, Rock is my favorite wrestler, but if he was going against Taker at Mania, what I was going for Taker. Don't matter who was He's telling the truth. For myself, I'm going to take y'all back a little bit. Yeah. Undertaker versus Kane in the Inferno match back in 98. I remember Ooh, being a little kid. Bringing it back. I remember being a little kid, and I just was... Mm. In all, yeah. like, wow, like you know, I was like what eight, nine years old at the time, so it was great to see. And like I said, okay. yeah, you know, yeah. What? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest Growing with you. Up, I saw yeah. that match. I was scared. Was Taker used to scare was me as a child. Man, it just, I was, I literally used to like, I'm not gonna say have nightmares, but I just was like. Oh man, because you know back then you didn't know you didn't know wrestling was what it was back then. You know you was a kid, so when you see something, you like, oh man. So uh, exactly, you know, the fan of me today exactly appreciate it because that match was just oh man, they were jumping out the ring through the fire and every, it was just crazy, man. And I wish, like you said, I wish they would have went more into detail about certain matches because Undertaker has had countless right. amount of matches. Speaking of which. It's hot take time. 
But before we get to hot take time, what I'm about to say is going to take us into hot take time. The funniest thing was when Undertaker said his interest has be so long because he knows that the matches are going to be bad. <laughs> and I just said to myself, your interest is, like I said, his interest have been long since I was a little kid. So have they gotten longer? Yep, have. Because right. lately, what we've been seeing is is uh, crazy. So the first hot take, Jay, when do, when is enough enough? Gonna, when is Undertaker going to say enough is enough? That's that's the scary part, to be honest with you, because you don't want to see nobody get hurt in the ring to the point where they can't, you know, they can't. Well, op- okay, because that can they happen. Can't operate, you know, as a, you know, regular human being anymore. Right, you know what I'm saying? That can we've we've seen stuff like that happen, or wrestlers get close to that happening. Um, so me personally, I don't think he knows, you know, you listen to him talk and he'll say like, you know, he wants redemption over this. He wants redemption over that. You know, it's crazy. The documentary though, it it was selling me because when we talked about this, I thought that after the Brock, I think I said after the, no, I said after the Shawn Mike, after the triple H match where Shawn Michaels was a referee, he should have stopped then because you could see him kind of slowing down. But then I'm watching, I'm like, well, no, nah, he probably could have kept going, you yeah. know, so he had his match with Brock Lesnar, you know, and I'm like, okay, at that point, because realistically, he probably should have ended it then. But then he talked about the whole confidence deal, how his confidence was shot just with everything. And, you know, me personally, I don't want to see, you know, a great like that go out or feel that type of way. So I started to believe as he's saying in the documentary, like he had to get redemption over it. So I'm like, okay, I can understand why he, so as the show, my point is, as it kept going on, I could see why he kept, you know, going on and wrestling different, you know, different wrestlers and whatnot. But I just felt like at at one, at some point he really, really need to start. And one thing that don't make sense to me is he's going too far by doing these 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 in not these shows where where they go what is it the great showdown super and showdown. the super showdown and whatnot like matches like that he don't he shouldn't even have super to do showdown. it you know I mean they 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 he put these they, yeah. yeah right he put these matches do together those. where it's yeah. him and and Goldberg not him but you know Vince or whatever they set these matches together match. and I just feel like it's really it's hurting him you know what I'm saying so it should really just be him at Mania and if yeah. that's the if you know if that's what it's gonna it be then it just need to be that you know but I, I really feel like man I don't think he really knows he's trying to get and then he talked about the Cena match which I also felt like that was a sorry match you know I felt like you know I and it's crazy I remember telling Lyndon back in the day like I always felt like Cena and Taylor, yeah. that would be a solid match. And this was Word. years ago. This was yeah. like, this was like eight, ten years ago. It could have been a really great, great match. match. You know yeah, it could have been. They waited too late, and it was real short. And Taker actually looked real good after he. See, the crazy thing is with this documentary, you see his body breaking down. And as he had that surgery, that hip surgery, and all them other different yeah. surgeries, and he got really in shape before Cena. That was that was like the best shape he looked for you know for a while. You know, he hasn't. He didn't. He, he was ready for that match. And then he went in there, yep. dominated the match, and the match ended too early. He said, well, you know, I felt like the match was going to go a little bit longer. I was ready to do a 20-minute, 30-minute match. 
and it was only like three minutes. So now he wants to redeem himself over that, you know. So at one point, you know, you I think he's really playing with fire at this point. You know, you he's and then some of these guys, if he's going to wrestle somebody, then it needs to be you know, like like the AJ or maybe another cinematic match, you know, but wrestling Goldberg at a at a great showdown, you know what I'm saying, is really a waste of time. Waste Goldberg of time. almost killed him in the game, you know. So Yeah. Now yeah, this hot he did sure did. So I don't think he knows to answer your question. I don't okay, think he knows. now this one right here is a little spicy. We may get some controversy from you fans, but who cares? Lacite, do you care mm. about Undertaker Sorry. wearing or endorsing Donald Trump in this documentary? Honestly, no, because at the end of the day, that's his personal preference. That's his opinion on who he you know affiliates with. Right, we're fans. You know, we can't we can't hate him for liking who he likes. I mean, that's but that's just in general, man. That's why we all like who we like. We're not all going to like the same things. That, it, that's what freedom of speech is. That's what freedom. That's why we're all allowed to have our, our own opinions. I, I really don't think it matters. I mean, I've seen the backlash but from it and uh, Taker does not deserve that. Like he's a, he's still a human being. Take away the Taker character. He's Mark. Mm-hmm. You got to that respect. You know, he deserves that. Just like yeah. how, right. like how we as humans we deserve that, too. I really don't care about that, and it really shouldn't be an issue. To me, it's not an issue because, I mean, who, mm. who can, I mean, yeah, yeah, who cares at the end of the day? It's not like you said; it's not going to take away from his career. At the end of the day, the man is still going to be a Hall of Famer, and he's still going to have his accolades. He's not committing a crime. He's not harming anyone. Yeah. As long as I don't agree with it, mm, he's not. It doesn't matter to me. Because, you know. And, and I will add one more thing to that. Just on top of that, um, in his 30-year career, you've nope. never heard of any kind of incidents where he was out of line about race or anything like that. So, I mean, you can't say that for every other wrestler. Yeah, I agree. So, if there was, may, yeah, exactly. So if, if there was an incidence, then maybe it would change my perception of him. But yeah. as for now, no. everybody's entitled to their opinion. Yeah, I agree. And, or and it goes back to us really knowing we didn't know. Exactly. I was a little kid. Right. I didn't even know who right. the heck Yeah, I agree, man. Going, I don't so. think it really matters. I really don't give a shit. <laughs> Go ahead, Jay. Right, right, right. I just think, you know, I was just going to say I agree with y'all, man. I really don't, you know, give a shit with him wearing it. You know, I, I feel like, you know, we're – Taker, we we didn't – like Lyndon said, he brought up a good point. Like, we've never seen Taker really have anything – or ever, you know, not really. We've never seen him get out of line with any, you know, race or, you know, political, anything crazy. You know, again, we just talked about how this is the first documentary about Taker. You know, so we we're finally getting to see who he is, and we're gonna judge him off a you know off a shirt. You know, I mean, I don't you know I don't nobody care for Trump. You know, what I'm saying on this podcast, you know, but you can't take away you can't take away nothing that he's done in the ring. You know, what I'm saying you can't take away the work that he's put in or anything like that. And again, I really feel like it's more because it's a Republican thing. I don't. I mean, sit there and tell me that. Mark Calloway yeah. really agree with he agree with what Trump is doing. No, nobody the Republicans don't even agree with what Trump is doing right now. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I don't think you know, yeah. I just really think that's more of a Republican thing than anything else. And if he does support Trump in a real way, then you know, 
that is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm still a fan of Taker as the wrestler. You know what I mean? I don't know him outside the ring. And I definitely you know, want to so add something knew, with that yeah. too, you guys, too. Is that if you guys watch it, if you look at most of the shirts he's wearing, who is he supporting the most? It's the military. It's not really Trump. It's the military. He's all military, all day, every day. Right. And, I mean, that alone, you know, that should tell you right there. I mean, it's you, you don't even hear him. You hear him talk more about military than you do presidents. Right. Now, this one. Yeah, exactly. I was going to go to UJ, but I was like, nah, let me switch oh, to the- yeah, you should have. Hey, you should have started this one off with me, but it's all good. Let me I'll go wait. to uh, Lyndon with this one. <laughs> Lyndon, you've seen the recent announcement by Becky Lynch that she's pregnant. Ever? Do you think she will ever yep. be full time okay. again? Yep. Or, you know, what do you think? What do you think? Hmm. Uh, you know what? In my opinion, no, she I won't. Agree. And look, we all, yeah, look, we all, we all know that wrestling has no off season, right. and that travel Brutal. schedule is insane. I mean, what are they going to do? Are they going to bring exactly? What are they going to do? Are they going to bring the child with them? No, absolutely not. I mean, it's it's damn near impossible. So, and look at this. I don't know about you guys, but I personally have never seen a woman wrestler wrestler have a baby right. and return to You're a right. full-time schedule now the, exactly now the no. men the men do right. it all the time i mean seth ain't going nowhere you know now <laughs> you know now unless they plan on switching roles or something right. where seth right. stays home and becky wrestles then maybe okay. but ahead, i just don't see that happening <laughs> man i feel like look let me tell y'all something man. i feel like it i feel like it's bullshit you know what i'm saying um Nah, 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 to keep it real. Uh, you know, I mean, as a fan, you know what I'm saying? Like it, well, let me just answer the question first before I get all into it. So you're asking basically if, do we think she's going to be full-time or ever wrestling? You can answer whichever one. I'm, I, 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 you know. Because I'm going to be honest. I think, I'm going to be honest, man. It, it, she might not even wrestle again, you know? And that's what really, I'm not saying that's what's going to happen, but that could really that could really happen because for one, Lyndon just brought up a good point, you know, again, that we haven't seen uh, a woman wrestle, have the baby and come back, you know, and be full time. So we already know that she's probably going to be part time. Lyndon brought up another point that I wanted to bring up myself, which I think could actually happen. But I don't know if it will happen because you don't see the guys really believing in anything like that is them switching off. You know, Seth actually comes, you know, takes care of the baby, you know, for a certain amount. Because, you know, when you have, for one, it's the nine-month deal. And then you don't want to leave the baby like she could leave it with her family, you know, and Seth with his family or whatever. But you don't want to do that with a newborn baby, you know what I mean? So one of them are going to, you know, they're going to have to stay with the baby. So they could switch. I could see that possibly happen, but I think it just, it's all going to, it's all going to fall on where Seth is at with his career whatever whatever that may be you know um but i think that it's a possibility of her not wrestling again it just all it all depends but i'm i'm hoping that you know she she gets back you know but we we don't know this is something she wanted too you know so us fans we we kind of got to put our personal feel away you know what i'm saying especially <laughs> me you know because 
<laughs> this is a, a thing that you know she she wanted. You know, it takes two to have a baby. You know what I'm saying? And they're professionals. Yeah. So they knew what they were doing. They knew the possibility and whatnot. You know, she also said, and one, I don't know if it was an interview or if it was in the middle of the ring, she was saying that she always wanted to be, she always wanted to be a mom. And Becky is what? She's, I think she, she's only a few years. Because I'm 30. I think she's like, I don't know, 34, somewhere around yeah, 33, somewhere around there, you know, and at a certain point, you know, women, you know, either can't have a baby or at that at a point they, you know, they change their mind on it. So I think, you know, she's taking advantage of this time, especially now with the pandemic, you know, and with her where she's at right now, she's kind of leaving on top. That's another good I can really go on and on and on about it. You know, I will let y'all talk, but you know, I, I just to go back to that question, yeah, I think I, I think I'm not. I don't want to say that, but I think it's a possibility. I know how you I think feel. It's a high possibility. That she's for I know how you because the day Nia Jax get pregnant, I might go in the high. Oh wow! You think well. before we go into our game, what do you think? Mm-hmm. I you know I'm 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 on agreement with you guys. I really don't see her coming back because you guys if you look at the trend man it started with trish you know like when she got pregnant and this and everyone else got pregnant after it's very right. hard for them to come back it takes and trish has said it because i don't know if you guys ever heard her when she spoke about it when she got pregnant and then decided to come back. it took a lot for her to get into that mindset okay hey i gotta be a wrestler because you get so called they get so used to being a mom it's literally a different mindset you gotta sh- switch to and for some of them they just can't do it they, they just want to be home. And uh, with Becky, that's my question. Because, I mean, if she does come back, will it be part-time? Definitely. But it's a matter of does she want to come back? She. Right. That, that's going she to be wants to. It's going to be tough. But I think yeah. I think we'll see her back in some some shape or form. So then, if that's the case, is it going to be a year or two years? That is the question. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it won't, it won't be it long. It won't be long. And then that's another thing too with her coming back is she yeah. gonna have that that fire. See, that's you know, what I mean. Some of y'all that's felt that like, mindset. That well, I, me personally, I felt she like was. she was still she on was. top, you know, personally. But I know um I know Lyndon felt like she was kind of dying down. I think Rob felt the same way, you know, but is she going to be able to capture where she where she left off? She's not gonna get that 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 year run where she started off, I think, SummerSlam and had the triple threat with, I think, Charlotte. Whatever. When she took off, you know yeah, what I mean? And she got um, hit in the face by Nia and, and top, the whole man. blood scene. And then the WrestleMania. Yeah, like, that. she's not going to get that again. But if she can at least come back to, you know, to where she left off at, then I think she'll I think she'll be solid. But we don't know. It just depends on what happens, too, with all these other women who, who takes advantage of the spotlight. Because now it's going to be up to Oscar. Mm-hmm. Right now they got the belt. You know what I'm saying, or somebody mm-hmm. else that is is in line with White Oscar that's going to take the belt. It's going to be up to one of them to really step up and really carry the, you know, carry that that torch. But if we're here again next year or close or ending this year, and nobody's really taking that torch, like say for example, Sasha's heel didn't didn't really turn out to be because we're expecting her to turn heel pretty soon. Charlotte's still doing her thing. Bailey's still in the mid, you know, whatever. And Oscar's still, you know, if it's like this still, then I, I think. Man, if Charlotte is still on top next that, year, like, something is wrong. Yes, preach. Preach. Really, man, we, can't, we can't take away greatness. I mean, uh, there we go. Well, here, 
I disagree. Hair and ring. Man. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with her having a break, man? It's like I'm tired. Like it's like every I would have been I would have so been more like, happy if Charlotte was pregnant that. than Becky, honestly. Yes, man. Me too. Cause like she need a break. Charlie about that. Okay, so now for our last segment, we're going to have a little friendly conversation among us, and we're going to call it Wrestling Know-It-All. Lyndon, care to break down the rules for us? Yeah, so uh, the game is real simple. So it's wrestling trivia. It'll be played one-on-one. Our host will read out the question, and if one of the players think they know the answer, they'll buzz in by saying their name. So, for instance, I'll buzz in by saying Lyndon, and Latisse will buzz in by saying his name. Uh, first one to three correct wins the game. It's that simple. Uh, this week it'll be me versus Latisse, uh, Lacite. Uh, next episode it'll be uh, Jay versus Pierre, and then the winner of those brackets will then face off against each other to crown our very first wrestling know it all. All right, gentlemen, y'all ready? That's I'm good. ready. All right, sounds good. So if you guys, I have the first question. Which belt has John Cena never won? Lacite. Okay. The 24-7 title. Ooh, that is a good answer, but I'm afraid you're wrong, sir. What? <laughs> mm. Come on, Linden. man. You tripping. Can I, can I answer this one? Can I answer this one? Yeah. Uh, Intercontinental? That is correct. Yeah, All right, then, I'm done with you, man. See, right. let's get it. Let's get it. Our next question. We're gonna go back in time a little bit. At 25 years, one month, fit, I'm sorry, 13 days old, Yokozuna became the youngest world heavyweight champion. True. Oh, I already know where you're going with that one. That's false. Oh, said it's false. Yes, sir. You, sir, are correct. See? See mm. Let's go. Let's go. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. It belongs to Brock Lesnar. See? Mm. Mm. That's right. That's right. This next one is and who became the inaugural Money in the Bank winner? Basically, who won the first ever Money in the Bank back in 2005? 2006, I'm sorry. Lacite. Alright. Was it CM Punk? No, it wasn't. And to correct my... Nah, point, nah, nah. Go ahead. You got it, Linda? Can I answer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I answer? Yeah. I think it was Edge. You're right. And Lacite, I don't think... Yeah. <laughs> I can't see how you didn't remember that because Edge basically talked about it like during his WrestleMania. Oh, uh, crap. You got me on that one. That is true. He did. He did. Dang, I feel stupid <laughs> right now. Oh, my goodness. This is, <laughs> this is not my night. Hey, man. Lacite, do you even watch wrestling? Oh, man? Like, like that. <laughs> okay, right. Okay, Lennon. I see how it is. We got hey, two man. to one. Two to one, gentlemen. All right, let's go. Let's go. This last one. All right, you guys ready? Here we go. At which pay per view event did Chris Jericho become the first undisputed champion? Linden. Okay. Oh, man. See if I got that. 
it, and the only reason I know this is because it fell on my birthday, but it was Vengeance. You, sir, are correct. Dang it, Wendy. Let's go. Right. I respect it, man. Let's go. I'll give it to you. I'm humble. Hey, man. I'll take my L. <laughs> Can't complain. Hey, well, it was a fun game. Yeah, you hold it. Linda, you care to say anything? And, you know. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead. Um, you know what? To be the man, you gotta be wow, the man. You, you gotta beat the man. You are not humble at all. <laughs> and you know, we're not talking. We're not talking Ric Flair. We're not talking Becky Lynch. You know, but we are talking about Lyndon today. So, <laughs> with that being said, Pierre, go ahead and close us out for today. Well, as you guys know, that was our game. Wrestling know it all. Like Lennon said, next week it'll be me versus Josiah, versus Jay, excuse me. And um, I'm going to have to study, not go to the website, but I'm going to have to study <laughs> some of these questions. When I was looking at them, I was like, wow, I, I didn't even know this stuff. See, now you know how I feel. See, Lennon over here, you know, just capping on everybody. I um, mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm coming for the number one. Right, hey, man, I respect you. I, you just might win, Linda. Yeah, you know. We'll see. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. We still got a couple Definitely. more to go. All right, everybody. That's our show. As always, if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, feel free to hit us up on Facebook. And this is SSAW Group. On behalf of Jay, I'm Pierre, Linda, Lacite. Thank you, guys. It's been great. Sir, man, it's been awesome. Thank you guys for tuning in. Can't wait to, for you guys to check our next episode. Keep building, brothers. Let's do it. Definitely. We got content. Tune in next time. We got content coming. We got yes. two pay reviews coming up. And I can't wait to see how things will unfold between now and then. Definitely. Awesome night, gentlemen. Yes, sir. Likewise. Yep. Yeah.